you're that weasel. I am not a weasel. I'm a mink. What's the difference? Welcome to Are We There Yet? An exploration and education in anime. I'm your anime idiot, Patrick Dugan. I'm an anime expert, D. Hollander. Shit, I didn't come up with one this week, I forgot. Uh, I'm Vernon McCullough, your anime... Ooh-ooh. Ooh-ooh, your anime ooh-ooh. ooh-ooh. <laughs> Damn it. Whoop. <laughs> well, what a strong start. Uh, oh boy, yeah, have, going to hot. Having a fun day, having a good time. I've been awake since 4.30 this morning. So oh, you love nice. to hear it. Uh, good stuff, feeling good, uh, don't want to die. It's all great. <laughs> <laughs> oh boy, I mean, on your day off, what more can you ask for? You can get so much done. You're so productive early in the morning. <laughs> Honestly, that's the only reason I'm able to do this right now is because I was like, no, you're going to just power through. You're going to be exhausted and in pain and your eyes just want to like weld shut, but you're going to do chores. And then after you record, you can do whatever the hell you want. (laughs) Just take a nap. Yes. Also, the two cups of coffee I've had. So. Ooh, there he is. <laughs> uh, compensating. And hey, you get to talk to your two good friends about the one thing you love most. Ah, anime. So glad. <laughs> mm. get a hey, at least part of that's true. At least we're your friends. <laughs> one, you know, one good friend. <laughs> 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 My one good friend and someone I'm so afraid is going to just walk over here and stab me. <laughs> Yeah, watch your ass now. I'm in stabbing yeah. distance. Yeah, I was going to say, he can now. <laughs> I don't know how close you guys are, but I mean, like, how often you talk about it, it's uh, frightening. Like 20 uh, feet. 0.2 miles. <laughs> oh, Our no. literal neighbors. There's like an overpass between us, and that is the only barrier. <laughs> oh, God. Watch your back, Dugan. Heard you talking yep. shit about Durarara. What's going on here, buddy? <laughs> What's up? Oh, oh no. <laughs> But the thing is, I know where he sleeps, and he's it's not great. He hasn't been in here. He doesn't know the layout. I've been mm. into his home. I know. <laughs> you Good know. point. I so, mean, uh, preemptive strike is not off the table. <laughs> there's just there's nothing here for me. If you come in my apartment, you can burn it. I won't lose a cent. There's nothing. <laughs> I, I'm just whole sitting in a box waiting to die. Bring it on. <laughs> Oof. Anyway. Uh. Uh, but yeah, uh, what what's going on? We're, uh, even before recording, we're just uh, talking around the show, so uh, what's going on this week? <laughs> we're talking about Muppets. This week, we were talking about Muppets, which is, yeah, cool. I don't know, adjacent time. furry creatures. Um, yeah. Yeah, this week we're watching the first three episodes of Brand New Animal, or BNA, as it's Ooh. mostly called. Bokunu Animal. Bokunu Animal. Like <laughs> <laughs> Uh, uh, it's I, been on my list for, like, since it was coming out, like, since I saw the trailer, I was like, this looks like a cool thing, because it's really pretty, because it's Studio Trigger. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it um, looks like it came out July 2020. Yeah. Or around that point. Wow. It, I know it was one of those shows where the original series came out, and then the dub took, like, a year and a half or something. Like, I remember the, 
everyone was annoyed by how long the dub took to come out. Mm. But yeah, I, I just I, I think it's because it was like licensing rights because it is on Netflix. So I think something mm. was involved with behind the scenes stuff. But yeah, yeah. I just I just mm-hmm. think it looks real good. Lots of cute characters. Lots of hot wolf men and I don't don't know what could possibly make me want to watch this show I have no idea I mean going on the track record Dugan will probably get like halfway through it so like he'll probably like (laughs) it hey 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 prove me wrong prove me wrong watch another anime <laughs> watch, I watch one I've other. I watched anime. more of uh, Sweetness and Lightning. I hey. haven't finished it because <laughs> finished every it's time like I go to sit down to watch it, I'm like, ah, food time. Let me just look at this meal, and then I miss all the dialogue because I forget subtitles. So I'm, <laughs> oh, I can't finish this now. I can't multitask. What, what do you want from me? The cartoon food is too delicious. <laughs> I can't look away, so my <laughs> real food gets cold. <laughs> Uh, oh, how fun would that be if you like followed the show, made what they were making every episode? Ooh, ah, uh, mm, the dream. Uh, don't de- <laughs> uh, don't threaten me with a good time. <laughs> hope, you got a, hope you got a squid supplier. That's episode seven. Oh no, Patreon idea. Oh fuck. Oh, oh shit. More content. Write it down. Oh. Write it down. You're getting up at 4 a.m. anyway. Might as well do something with that time. <laughs> Fair. I'm on. I'm on a baker's schedule anyway. So <laughs> time to bake bread. Uh, yeah. I well, remember, I remember this coming out around, um, or at least talked about around the same time as Beastars, and everyone's like, "Ooh, ter- two furry animes." Except the one's coated in vaporwave. It's like, yeah, kind of. <laughs> like, it's a lot of like neon pink and blue uh, color aesthetic for. Uh, yeah. I keep wanting to say Pocono Animal now. Uh, brand new animal. <laughs> yeah, I, I remember it uh, being around the same time as Beastars because I was like, oh, it's the summer of furries. Yeah. And also just like all the voice actors I know being like, I'm in I'm in either one or both of these shows. So I'm like, oh, cool. Furry are, Central. Are you in the Nuzzle Nuzzle show or are you in the Owoo show? Like, wow. <laughs> Surprise, you have to be more they're specific. interchangeable. Yeah, they, it's the same thing. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, I know, I know it's by Studio Trigger. I know, I th- like, I think I know the Raccoon Girl or like the main character because I love her design. Uh, but I haven't watched any of this, and I think she gets a girlfriend at some point, and that's like all I know. <laughs> I, I can't tell that. I can't tell if it's the canon one or if it's the fandom one where it's like everyone just says they're girlfriends because they just pair so well together. Mm. So no promises, but like that's oh, yeah. all I know from like fan art. If it's a mainstream Netflix show, I'm going to say it's just fanon. <laughs> it's probably just fanon. I'm going to hold my breath. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, well, let's find out. Yeah. Uh, to the Gaymobile. School is a curse, not a blessing. (laughs) (laughs) It's ruined so many films and media for you. Uh, Well, hey, if it makes you feel any better, I didn't go to film school, but I can tell how cliche this is. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, true.
Uh, yeah, I like I've always been warned like, hey, you will never watch media after going to film school the same way again. I'm like, ah, oh, I can turn it off. I couldn't sure. turn it off. I, I couldn't turn Can't it off. It. Oh, no. <laughs> Me watching the entire Star Wars quote Skywalker saga while taking a gender and representation class. <laughs> gender oh, and no. race representation. <laughs> Oof. Uh, fun times. <laughs> Anyway. Uh, but yeah, so uh, episode one, um, we start out in a, a bus station. We see a, a hooded figure trying to get a ticket, but ooh, secret time. Ooh, can't be seen because uh, <laughs> some uh, some human people. I, I should specify that at this point because... Furries. Um, but yeah, some humans walk in. Uh, they go up to a poster showing like, hey, uh, isn't it great when uh, humans and animal people get along? And they vandalize it. Ooh, racism. I like that the, the poster just says, let's hold hands. Yeah, there's no like, like join the initiative or something or like National Unity Day. It's just like, hey, you want to hold hands? Hey. Hold hands with your animal brethren. <laughs> hey, we all know uh, y'all love furries, so uh, yeah, get on board. Uh, but yeah, they vandalize it and it's like, death to the beast pe- pe- people. Yeah. Beast men. Yeah. Uh, so the hooded figure uh, it doesn't get a ticket, but hops onto the top of a bus and is going to a city. Uh, we see uh, their outside the uh, outskirts uh, heading into what we find out is the uh, quote-unquote beastmen zone. Uh, we get a little info dump news report of, oh, we're celebrating the 10-year anniversary of uh, beastmen getting their own place, because separate but equal, right? Uh, uh, uh-huh. uh, um, but yeah, so um, this wreck raccoon girl uh it's clearly a tanuki but uh we watched the dub so raccoon um mm-hmm. but i watched the suffer episode too they point out the difference yeah i couldn't tell if it was in the dub if they're like hey uh, yeah you didn't play mario we assume so uh we need to explain <laughs> this um but she starts flying across the level, skipping it all, and just going to the war pipes at the end <laughs> fucking bullshit why is she constantly eating dead brown leaves <laughs> um but uh we see uh oh the the gang members uh followed her they they uh mad max style roll up on this bus and knock her off (laughs) uh and chase her out into the woods and uh they're they're uh very Ooh, the subtlety in this was so... <laughs> oh, it just masked so perfectly. Mmm, delicious. Couldn't even tell it was a lynching uh, allegory. Um, but, mm. yeah, uh, just a bunch of humans being like, Ah, you fucking furskin, you should be dead. Uh, we hate you because you're different. Um, but uh, at the last second, uh, some other beast men show up and... Uh, chase them off. So, hooray! Day is saved. Um, uh, we s- weirdly enough, uh, sorry, weirdly enough, before they even like graffiti the poster, and we see like, ah, these are just super racist assholes. You see the one guy dragging like a pipe, and that yeah. would really stuck out to me of like, who the fuck just carries around a pipe? Like, 
I played Streets of Rage four recently, and like you know, it's a weapon in that, and like it's it, and it makes sense in that because it's a side-scrolling fight and beat 'em up game. <laughs> if you see anyone just casually walking around with a pipe, and they're not like a plumber or a maintenance worker, like <laughs> that's fucking insane. Yes, like you shouldn't just <laughs> casually have a pipe on you. Like if it's an improvised weapon, like oh, I'm in a, a generic industry warehouse facility. He, let me grab this pipe uh, to fight. Grab whatever you can. Yeah, sure. Yeah. But when you're like, ooh, this is my trusty reliable pipe uh, old yeah. rusty uh you and me don't against worry all about me officer this is my emotional support <laughs> <laughs> it, it's fine i have my paperwork um <laughs> but yeah so uh get saved by some animal folk uh the the leader is uh uh mink and uh She's like, hey, uh, we're, we're, we're looking out for our kind. But Raccoon Girl is like, all right, I know how this goes. How much money do you want? And they're like, well, uh, us? <laughs> if you insist. Robbing you? <laughs> uh, but yeah, give us all your money. So uh, <laughs> they take all of her money, wink, and uh, they wink. take her on the boat to the city because they're helping her out. Uh, but once they drop her off at the dock... Uh, they're like, okay, we're strangers you never saw us. So uh, <laughs> we're never going to see him again, right? Um, right? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, I really like the Mink Lady's design, though. Yeah. Like for She's like an introductory of like the secondary Beastman, like besides the main character. It's like, ooh, that's a good one. Yeah, I yeah. I don't like that it is so uh, tropey and cliche because, yeah, it is a very good looking show. <laughs> <laughs> just very well designed, very well animated. Uh, there are points where they cheat, but uh, yeah, it's it looks very good. <laughs> so it's Studio Trigger. It like it, you can't attest to the story all the time. Looking at some of their previous work, but it's going to be pretty <laughs> as fuck. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, so uh, she's dropped off into a, a new city at night. Don't know where she's going, and she walks into an dark empty courtyard who what what's going on here she oh no she sees a silver wolf on top of the building an enemy <gasps> oh yes because a bunch of other wolf-like creatures are walking towards her and uh surprise all the lights turn on and gotcha. it's a surprise festival i guess <laughs> Yay. Uh, but yeah so uh uh it's a big old festival. Everyone's having a good time. Uh, they're celebrating the 10-year anniversary of the city uh, being founded. So they're like, all right, time to let loose. Um, we see the mayor uh, pop up. Uh, uh, I thought she was a sphinx cat. <laughs> uh, just, mm -hmm. I don't know what she is. Uh, I looked it up. Uh, she's a naked mole rat. Oh. Uh, 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 yeah. Impeccable. Uh. <laughs> But yeah, our mayor's a nudist. <laughs> yes, <laughs> uh, just super bald. So I was like, "Oh, villain, cool." I will say that's yeah, one thing I be... was wrong about. I did have to look it up because as soon as she popped up and everyone in the crowd was like, "We love our mayor," a thing you never hear in a city. Uh, <laughs> uh, I was like, "Oh yeah, she's a bad guy, right?" So uh, I will admit I was wrong on that front. Uh, <laughs> Oh, mm. that's a surprise. I thought the same thing, too. A, because she's bald, and B, she's a politician. Yes. So I'm just like, naturally <laughs> evil. <laughs> um, but yeah, so um, 
yeah, I mentioned, like, yeah, I, I knew exactly what was happening. As soon as we got into this festival and the mayor popped up, I was like, oh, cool, racism, allegories, separate but equal cities. There's going to be a big conspiracy of, uh, of eradicating one of them. Uh, but yeah, so uh, that's where I was at. And yeah, it seems like that's going to be the case. Um, but yeah, so yep. we see... Uh, everyone's having a good time at the festival. Uh, Raccoon Girl uh, gets a drink and then runs into the uh, minx that uh, robbed her. <laughs> and seeing that she got a drink, she's like, oh, so you didn't give me all your money, huh? No, very sneaky of you, you dick. Um, <laughs> <laughs> How rude of you to not give me all my money when I robbed you. Yeah, I saved your life and left you for dead in the city. So, um... <laughs> So as she's talking to her, uh, one of uh, the mink's accomplice monkeys uh, pickpockets raccoon girl and runs away with her wallet. Uh, so uh, she chases, trying to get her wallet back, uh, runs under some scaffolding and uh, loses the monkey. But uh, sees a very suspicious dog maintenance man. Uh, <laughs> dog? Do- dog? I, yeah. <laughs> Like, we see a wolf. I thought it was a wolf, but uh, they're different, so I'm going to say coyote. Um, there you go. <laughs> but yeah, it was at this point I had to message you both and be like, oh, God, what? when will any furry show realize there are more animals than canines, cats, and deer? <laughs> because we, we <laughs> do see some. In a later episode, there's like an alligator man, but definitely like the prominent ones are mammals that people want to fuck. And birds, because yeah. people want to fly. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, it, it's all the wish fulfillment, and no one wants to be like yeah. a, a, a beluga. <laughs> so that, that's <laughs> what was kind of yourself. I saw ride your wave. <laughs> oh yeah, uh, um, that's something that was nice about Beastars is like the variety of some of the animals that were in it. I'm like, look at this derpy little like baby ass Chihuahua. Like he's so fucking tiny. <laughs> like no one would want to be him. But God, I love that he's here. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, but yeah, so uh, suspicious d- dog coyote uh, uh, and, oh, coincidentally, uh, explosion. Uh, so uh, someone tried to sabotage the festival and blow up the <laughs> scaffolding, which was holding up a video monitor and starts to fall towards the crowd. And Raccoon Girl runs in to uh, save an old man who can't get out of the way. But... Uh, as they're both about to get crushed, whoosh, uh, 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 big wolf that we saw earlier swoops in and oh saves my. the day. Big strong man. He's, he's so, he's so hot. <laughs> uh, I can't even hide it. You're not going to pretend. But yeah, so uh, saves her and he's like, Ugh, I'm Batman. Did you, ex- did you explode that? <laughs> And she's like, no, no, uh, there, there was a maintenance man. And uh, he, like, sniffs out the scent because, yeah, wolves uh, s- smells. Remember how dogs work? Um, he can <laughs> smell into the past and future. <laughs> yeah, one of my notes at some point is, like, his time-lapsing sniffer. Like, it's fucking bonkers. That, like, I'm sure he's got some plot armor magical bullshit of, like, he's the chosen one. He's that related to that glowing wolf we saw before whatever. But, like... Pretty sure he's, like, a insane, god. Like, the insanity of his nose of, like, yes, I can smell out, like, in the past and future what will happen. It's just like, what? 
What? <laughs> you know that's not how smells work, right? <laughs> yeah, that's not that's not how any of this works. <laughs> um but yeah, so he catches the scent and chases after uh the coyote dog uh and uh chases tracks him down into an alley and is like, "Oh, I I caught you bad d- uh, evil doer. I am just literally Batman." Um he really is. So, uh follows and uh confronts the like gang of people who were behind this attack and using his power of scent he can smell the scent of humans on them so he's like <sighs> oh you're working for the humans uh, and they're like oh it doesn't matter a box a book will kill whoever the fuck we have no allegiance <laughs> I like that they rhyme <laughs> yes they they are uh they are sharks and they just start uh snapping and dancing <laughs> at them um so, uh, God, how great it would it be if there's an actual gang of sharks in this show? God, if you're oh going to be cliche, God. just lean into it. <laughs> just go full cheese. Just lean into it. Yeah, cliche without camp is crap. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, so, uh, naturally, they fight. Uh, mm-hmm. just go into big, like, oh, I'm, uh, I I don't respect you because you betrayed your people. So I'm not gonna use my claws. I'm gonna use my fists because we also look down on uh, humans in both sidesisms. Great, cool, good stuff. Um, so uh, they fight, rips the antlers off a deer. It's pretty fucking gnarly. Uh, <laughs> but as he's about to like kill him, Raccoon Girl's like, "No, stop it! You can't kill these terrorists." Um, and, uh, she... They're also beasts. There are problems on both sides. Yeah. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, no, I liked her. Don't do this. <laughs> Oops. Uh, but yeah, so, uh, in defending them, she activates some unknown power and, uh, stops him from killing them. And, uh, and, uh, yeah, they, like, tie him up, leave him there. Uh, but as they're leaving, uh, he says, oh, yeah, humans are the enemy. Uh, again, both sides. <laughs> um, but she's like, no, stop it. You can't say that because I used to be human. Big shock. <gasps> and then the episode Bye. ends. Wow. Mm-hmm. Uh, literal um, uh, furry uh, uh, being introduced to the plot. Great. Cool. <laughs> um so in the beginning of episode two um we're we pick up where we left off um she's saying she used to be a human whatever um and then wolfman says it's time to go and they leave the bombers behind with a note that says these are the guys who did it captured by your local friendly hood not wolfman not batman not batman (laughs) Or Spider-Man. Please don't sue us. Or Spider-Man. Or other Animal Um, Man. (laughs) Or Animal Man. That's also one. Um, And then the cops show up, and the one that we see is a hound dog, and I love that. (laughs) Classic. Just like in My Hero Academia, (laughs) with that that one police dog. Bocono Animal. (laughs) Bocono Animal. His name was McGruff. Um... Um, they're running through the city and they stop in an alley and Wolfman drops his fursona showing his human form. (laughs) 
And he's hot. He's hot in both <laughs> surprise persona and man form. Um, and really he tells laid her on with the moody white hair anime boy with the choker. It's like, yeah. All right. <laughs> oh, we need to bring in a second bingo card. We're hitting all the classics. <laughs> the oh, horny shit. bingo card? Shit, it's not ready for this week. <laughs> um, he tells her to hide her tail, but she can't. Um, and they go out onto the street, and everyone is in their human form. And she's like, what the heck? I thought this was supposed to be the place where all of the animals can be in their animal form all the time. And he was like, nope. This is normal. Everyone was just in their animal form for the festival. But like, why? <laughs> I like, don't if he hates know. humans so much, if he hates humans so much, why is he ever a human? Like, it's, why? It's weird. Because um, uh, conforming then, to a society you don't belong to, back to racism allegories. <laughs> you love it. Um, and Raccoon Girl is disappointed. Um, and then they go to see this dude. And I love this guy. <laughs> like, in his human form, I was like, I don't know what he could be. And I love him. <laughs> yeah, he was great. His name is Jem. Jem. And the holograms. Haha. <laughs> 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 um, and he does a test on Raccoon Girl, and it shows that she's a beast man. Like, it's like a, it's like a, a what are those things? Uh, like a strip. pH balance <laughs> yeah. checker. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, just uh, um, pee onto the strip, and we'll tell you if you're an animal or not. It basically, it basically was. He's like, if it's a blue, you're a beast man. If it's you know another color, you're human. It's like, mm, uh, hmm. Did you need my pee for uh, that? What? No. This just goes on your face. <laughs> um, and it's, she's like, no, no. Like I was a human until about a year ago, and then one day I just I woke up as a raccoon. And then Wolf Guy is like, that's impossible. You're either one or the other. You can't be both. Beastman puberty. You can't, you're going to bridge the gap between the two. What? You can't impossible. mix the races. Whoa. Whoa. Um, and she's convinced that there must be more like her. Um, Jem suggests that it's a mental issue, but she's confident that it's not that. Um, and then a woman named Melissa, who I also love. <laughs> We don't see her again in these episodes, but I just, I don't know. She's just good. Um, but she's a dog. She comes out. Oh, maybe. She's in the opening, but I forget what she was. Uh, her hair was um, like big and it looked like floppy ears. Like mm, a Cocker Spaniel or something. Like Isabel. Yeah. Yeah. Like most of the animals uh, we see, I'm assuming a dog. <laughs> <laughs> Some <laughs> mammal that people enjoy looking at and not a fucking iguana. <laughs> I'll have to look it up. Um, but she comes out and she's like, hey, Jem, you shouldn't say that. Uh, that's mean. Uh, I'm sorry that he said that. You have to fill out this form for City Hall um, to, like, be a citizen here or something. Um, and Raccoon Girl is like, oh, my species and my blood type are on my ID. And that'll prove that I'm human because humans and beastmen have different blood types. But that monkey took my wallet, so she no dice. Um, so it's time for her to get some rest. Uh, Melissa takes her to a room and gives her a bed, saying that if she has any questions, she can talk to Shiro, who's the wolf guy. Um, his name is Shiro Ogami. And I will tell you right now, I just looked it up to double check. Okami with a K, his is with a G, mm -hmm. but it's a pun that means wolf because the kanji is the same. 
or the kanji is different but it sounds the same it means wolf but also means great deity so Um. this man's a god (laughs) um but it turns out he's a social worker and that makes me love him even more (laughs) oh he's got a sensitive side but like is he because what we've seen he's just a hard-boiled detective (laughs) who just beats the ever-loving christ out of people like i want to see him doing social worker work he cares well yeah we haven't seen him do much social worker stuff but like he cares about like the raccoon girl a lot like he wants to keep her safe um her name is michiru uh but i'll keep calling her raccoon girl yeah it was not introduced in the first episode so i was like did i miss it did i miss it and then in (laughs) episode two they said it. i was like okay i didn't cool uh (laughs) my honor is restored (laughs) yeah um also shiro means white so he's white wolf god white wolf um and then he has a bird named Kuro, which means black, and it's a crow. So <laughs> animal, animal sidekick. <laughs> Everything about this mm-hmm. show is black and white. <laughs> Get it? <laughs> I like to call um, it. So um, he's like, I'll take you to City Hall in the morning. It's the next day. He takes her and leaves her in line. Uh, he's like, I got stuff to do. Um, the line is really long, um, and some big dudes get into a fight and like they go into their animal forms and raccoon girl is like, are there any rules here? And Shiro's just like, no, <laughs> he, only the strongest survive. Yeah. Survival of the fittest. It's like, isn't that directly contradictory of being a social worker? And in yeah, town hall, well, like <laughs> he's also a cop. Yeah, We like, also <laughs> see police. <laughs> yeah. So there are, he's, to, he's <laughs> he lives by his own rules. But also, but also sometimes the rules of the police. <laughs> Whenever it's convenient um, for him. So he leaves her in line. She notices the pickpocket from before. Um, and she leaves the line. Um, and then we see Shiro talking to the mayor about the terrorists. Um, that they were fellow beastmen hired by humans. And before he leaves, she's like, all right, well, I have another request of you. Um, and then Raccoon Girl catches the pickpocket and then the mink shows up uh her name is marie and um she distracts raccoon girl um and then the monkey gets away and she's like i knew it you guys were working together um and then marie is like well all lost belongings end up in rabbit town go visit grand grandma and i'm just like what the fuck is happening (laughs) Oh, so we're strangers uh, and we'll never talk again. It is the, the, the fourth time we bumped into each other <laughs> in 24 hours. Um, so she goes to Rabbit Town and the people are not welcoming. Um, and one girl explains that, like, in the gangs in Anima City, uh, being in your animal form, like, showing up on a turf with animal your animal form is, like, asking for a fight. And she's like, I'm not here to fight. This is my only outfit. <laughs> I can't condition. do it. Um, and she explains she doesn't know how to change, uh, but she can prove she's a human, but her wallet was stolen and grand grandma has it, but she won't get it back so easily. Um, she takes the raccoon girl to a room with a bunch of kids in it and she wants to teach the kids to read and write. Um, uh, and grand grandma, we explains, need to establish a school to teach animals to count and spell. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. Bad, no good, Jimmy. So, Grand Grandma explains that Rabbit Town is where all, uh, she says 
like anyone betrayed by men, but she doesn't mean humans. Like she means like males. Yeah. And I'm pretty sure she means females. Anyone's welcome except for the men. (laughs) It's like, well, fuck men. Um, So she's like, yeah, these kids have only known pain and struggle in their lives, but if they can read and write, maybe they'll have a brighter future. So we see Raccoon Girl trying to teach them how to write by teaching them how to write their names. And they're into it. Um, And then we see Shiro. He's on patrol. (laughs) Um, And he's sniffing around. And he's near Rabbit Town. Crazy. Um, And he notices her there. Uh, and she's still teaching. One of the kids is drawing, and he says that he's drawing the silver wolf. It comes to help anybody in trouble. Um, and she, like, looks out the window and notices him on the roof, and then, like, blinks, and he's gone, because he's fast. Batman. He's Batman. <laughs> yeah. Um, and then we see some nasty dude there to get money from the ladies running Rabbit Town. He's really smarmy. And then Kingpin from Into the Spider-Verse <laughs> shows up. Uh, and he's like, I gotta pay my respects to the grand-grandma, but also money, money please. <laughs> um, and she's like, I don't have the money. And he says, if you sell my new, if you sell your new valuables, you'll have the money. Um, and she's like, how do you know about that? And he's like, well... I don't know, but you better sell them fast or they won't be worth anything. Because girls are bad at crime. (laughs) 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 Gotta spell out everything for you. Um, And Shiro overhears this. He's like standing outside the window. Um, And then we cut to the kids and the raccoon girl in a cage on a dock. Um, And it turns out the kids are the valuables. (gasps) Human trafficking. Beast man trafficking. Oh, man. Um, and they'd be worth more if they could read and write. So that's why they were teaching them. They wanted her to teach them how to do that. Um, and they're kids that got separated from their parents when they got to Anima City. Uh, oh, man. Fun. fun stuff. How could it be more on the nose? I just don't know. <laughs> um, so they're scared, being like, oh, the silver wolf will come save us. And then Raccoon Girl is like, no, we gotta save themselves. Can't ourselves. rely on anyone. Um, <laughs> Clear. Everyone here fucking sucks. I, I do uh, like that she has that. I'm like, I've only been here a day and it's fucking horrible. <laughs> this place yeah. sucks. Take care of yourself. <laughs> uh, she uses her tail power from before, but that doesn't really help. Um, she reached, they're like being lifted into the air by like a, a crane thing. So she reaches up. Um, and another power, her arms stretch really long. So she reaches up into like the control room and grabs the lever. And she's like, whoa, I didn't know I could do that. She's like, oh, my arms got all freaky. And one of the kids is like, yeah, you got freaky arms. She's like, don't call them freaky. It's like, what you just said. (laughs) They are gross. They're like 20 feet long. They're weird. Um, so she shakes them loose. They fall in the cage breaks. Um, they all try to run away, but it doesn't really work out. And then Shiro shows up. Um, he beats up Grand Grandma's henchwoman and then Grand Grandma surrenders. Um, the police show up and thank Shiro. And he's like, ah, don't thank me. It was a, it was a favor for the mayor. (laughs) 
<laughs> oh, he's, oh no, he's like CL Phantom High from Black Butler. Because that's what he does. He works for the queen, not the police. <laughs> he's filthy rich and connected to underground dealings with the government. Yeah, well, yeah. this guy doesn't seem rich, but... See how um, and Batman are. Yeah. They're all the same. <laughs> um, so, uh, Raccoon Girl asks if the kids will be okay, and one of the officers is like, yeah, we'll keep them safe. And then send them to an orphanage. Um, and she runs up to Grand Grandma and yells at her for selling children. And Grand Grandma is like, you don't understand what it's like living as a woman in Anima City yet. You'll change your tune. And then Raccoon Girl yells at Shiro for not helping the kids sooner because she saw him on the roof. So, like, she knows that he knew what was going on. And he was like, well, I had to catch them in the act. Uh... Because otherwise, I had no real proof. And then he says there, something there about There are no protecting... rules in the city except explicit warrant rules. <laughs> <laughs> um, he says that he protects everyone. Like, he says, I protect beastmen, women, and children. And then she gets really upset. Like, she's like, oh, so you think women and children are weak? And I was like, he said that he would protect anybody, though. Yeah. Wait a minute. <laughs> um... Which I thought was weird. I was like, why? Yeah. Eh. He was not, he wasn't, it was weird for him to say beastmen, women, and children, but also he said everybody. Um, but except so, humans, but I guess just uh, male humans? I, I don't know. There's I, I no rules, know. but so many goddamn rules that are just implied. <laughs> <laughs> um, she shows him her ID because she has her wallet now, um, proving she's human. Uh, and she's so angry that she says she hates Beastmen and she's going to fix whatever is wrong with her and leave the city. And that's the ending. And I really, I like the ending song and the ending animation very much. Oh yeah, we didn't talk about that. It's probably the best part. (laughs) But opening and ending both look pretty and the song is pretty, pretty catchy. They slap you. Yeah. Yeah. Listened to a few times before I even saw the show and I didn't realize that's what the opening and ending songs were. Mm. Uh, fun fact I like to go on YouTube and just hit the anime playlist where I just listen to all those songs cause I'm a one no character <laughs> I mean it's hype they're good for a reason <laughs> or they're the song opening songs for a reason they're catchy yeah I mean I only listen to um what is it like cafe jazz hop live stream <laughs> that's pretty much all I listen to and I just build playlists and uh eventually I'm shocked I don't have a broader music sense because I'm like oh I like these songs <laughs> and only listen to these songs these songs how many times can I listen to Superman by Goldfinger from the Tony Hawk soundtrack I'll tell you how many it's a fucking lot <laughs> there's high replayability with that <laughs> it's catchy and nostalgic for me. It's in there. I'm doing everything anyway. I can, goddammit. <laughs> God, fuck you. How dare you? <laughs> uh, episode three opens up with a bomb going off on a truck. Yay, more domestic terrorism. Ooh. We love it in 2021. Mm, topical. Uh, and the next morning, Shiro is uh, huffing on that ID that... Uh, yeah, I wrote her name down. I'm not going to pretend like I'm going to be able to pronounce it. Uh, Raccoon Girl. Uh, Tanuki. Uh, it, like I said, in the su- uh, subtitles of episode two, he does point out, he's like, you're a Tanuki. She's like, no, I'm like a raccoon. He's like, no, raccoons would have stripes on their tail. Like, you're a Tanuki. And I'm thinking that's what They do what's that in the dub. 
Did yeah. they? Okay. Uh, and I'm yeah. thinking that's what's giving her her, like, magical, weird, like, tail-shifting, arm-stretching powers. Because Tanuki's her, like, st- uh, common, like, Japanese myth where they have, like, magical abilities and stuff. And gigantic testicles! <laughs> so... No. Unless it's, like, one piece where it's like, yeah, some people are animals, and then some people are magical animals. It's like, all right, fucking cool. I'm a giraffe, and that guy assholes over there's a phoenix. They're pitching this show, and they're like, so the main character is a tanuki, and everyone's like, oh, no. And they're like, no, 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 don't worry. It's a girl. It's a girl tanuki. <laughs> oh, thank God. Oh. Her, her testicles are just kind of big. <laughs> oh. <laughs> just promise oh, God, me we're not going to have an echidna in the show, and we'll greenlight it. We're good. We're fine. <laughs> oh, God. Imagine quick, the male quick. tanuki. Edit the document. Yeah. Uh, uh, yeah. And <laughs> then a, 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 a wolf. Uh, yeah, a wolf. Um, is, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> they don't have weird dicks, do they? <laughs> oh, God. Imagine the male tanuki in those basketball shorts, those, like, short shorts. Like, just, oh, my God. We like should the move 70s on. Are just popping hey, hey okay. uh, you're leading this conversation. Uh, you have to be the change you want to see in this world. That, that was your first mistake. Don't give me any kind of power. You know, I can't be trusted. Um, yeah, so Shiro's just huffing away at her ID because he's got magical time-sniffing powers so he can see the past and find out, like, he's, we get, like, a bunch of flashbacks of her in high school playing basketball, talking with their friend uh, Nasua, and uh, they're having a good times. Gals being pals. Check. I'm pretty sure that's the girlfriend, but we haven't seen anything in these three episodes to canonically prove that, so I'm not going to say the gay yet, but I'm pretty sure it's the gay. Um... <laughs> And we just see flashbacks of them hanging out. And she's like, I got the audition. So it's like, all right, she's like a singer, an actress. Uh, Mikiru uh, is like a basketball jock. Uh, great. Love this dynamic. And then we see uh, Nasuna uh, start like changing. Like when she's talking to her, like we see her hair like turn like a brighter shade of pink and like ears sprout out of it. And her snout kind of get extended. Uh, and then it cuts to her being like kidnapped and put into a van by some strange men and then we see Mikira like walking down the street being like huh I wonder what's happening down there like clearly just missing that her friend got kidnapped it's like ah great love it so we see uh, she gets taken away uh, by the men and uh, and then we see the next day Mikiru uh, transforming into like her tanuki form um, and she's just kind of like a recluse for a while because they don't know what's happening and then eventually she just runs away from home like leaving a note to her parents so, the parents aren't dead, but they're dead to her. Mm-hmm. Do we count it? Yeah. Will we see them? No. <laughs> no, it's got to be explicitly dead. One dead parent. <laughs> um, so, we uh, see uh, she's waking up in her new apartment. It's uh, a place the uh, social worker set up, Jem and uh, what was it, Melissa, uh, mm-hmm. set up for her. So, it's a little, like, rooftop spot. and um, she, she gets woken up by uh, crowing. And when she opens up the window and looks out, it's Jem in his full rooster form, just waking, greeting the sun. I love him. Yeah. I I think we see, like, a bit of him in the opening, like, the rooster form. And as soon as I saw Jem with his big, like, red goatee, I was like, ah, that's the, like, waddle. That's, like, the rooster waddle. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I was like, that's the boy. Uh, so she, like, talks to him for a bit. It's like, oh, how do you like your new apartment? She's like, oh, it's it's pretty great. Like, what's going on in Animal City? It's like, oh, you know, just trucks being bombed and a hospital being threatened. It's like, oh, great. Like, a bunch of bullshit. Welcome sucks. to your new home. <laughs> Basically. <laughs> and uh, we see Shira just, like, walks in, grabs her, pulls her out of her apartment, drags her back to his office, and then throws her in the closet she was in before. And then he barricades it with all of his furniture, like, in front of it, so she can't get out. 
And she's like, reasonably, she's like, hey, the fuck? And he's like, yeah, <laughs> you're, I believe that you're a human that got changed to a beast man. That shit's wild. No one can know about that. I'm not letting you out of here. She's like, okay, you're like rad, but like, the fuck? Also, already <laughs> several people know about it. <laughs> You can't do damage people know control about. at this point. I tell everybody, Shiro. <laughs> I literally can't t- hide it. <laughs> and um, he's saying it's dangerous if, if the humans find out about this. Because, you know, separate eagle. And um, he says uh, he'll kill her if she leaves the sword closet. And that's right when the mayor shows up. And uh, the mayor is talking to Shiro saying, like, ah, the you know medical center... Uh, that Miro, uh, Raccoon Girl wants to go to, uh, to get, like, tested. Turns out their truck was the one that got bombed earlier. And they feel like it's ter- terroristic threats, uh, against the specific, uh, institute. The, the I fucking wrote the name down again. Uh, Sylvania's, the medical Sylvasta? institute. Sylvasta? It's a, it's a pharmaceutical company. And I'm also under the impression that they started this city, which is really sus. <laughs> Yeah. Why would you go to a city started by a pharmaceutical company? <laughs> when a pharmaceutical company's ever done anything bad? Mm. Crack epidemic. Uh, this couldn't be the conspiracy epidemic. I saw in, like, the second scene coming, right? <laughs> nope. No uh, way. <laughs> um, so, yeah, we do get... I'll skip over it. We do get like, a little info dump about that. Like, the city was founded by, like, the pharmaceutical company and... Um, they're treating like the beastmen, and people are like humans are attacking them for treating beastmen, and like beastmen think that the pharmaceutical company is like treating beastmen and then selling the information to humans to use again. It's like yeah, conspiracy theory. Obviously, there's some shady underdealings going on with the pharmaceutical company in this medical center. You can assume um, that about every pharmaceutical company in and out of media. <laughs> <sighs> yep, yep, you can. <sighs> Love it. Anyway, also sorry, real quick. I uh, I just want to amend. Uh, I don't want that to come off as uh, anti-vaxxer uh, opinion. Uh, uh, I got real self-conscious as soon as I said it. Uh, yeah, get uh, get vaccines. <laughs> They're great. So the medicine that's bad is the corporations that are uh, uh, yeah. yeah exploited. <laughs> What's the word I'm looking for? The sh- selling, <laughs> profiting off it. That's the word. Selling it. <clears throat> uh, <clears throat> anyway. Uh, yeah, the mayor says, like, you gotta track down the terrorists because you're better at it than all the incompetent police. And, uh, he's like, cool, let me just get my time-sniffing abilities and we can get going. And this one, uh, Raccoon Girl's in the closet, starts screaming, like, hey, there's the mayor. Let me scream my lungs out. And even when she does, like, her mouth turns into a beak, I think? Yeah. Like, I, I don't know if it was just exaggerated for, like, emphasis or if she actually shapeshifts, because we've seen her do it three times now. Yeah, it was so a genuine sure. beak. Yeah. Uh, so she screams to get the mayor's attention. The mayor hears and is like, let her out. What's happening here? And uh, she tells the mayor everything. Like, oh, I'm actually a human. The mayor's like, yeah, 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 I know. It's like, how do you know already? It's like, ah, I don't reveal my sources. And she was just like, ah, grand grandma, the criminal we just arrested yesterday, who knows about her being a human? It's like, I'll never tell. <laughs> so, so your poker face is garbage, no. mayor. It, it was a uh, uh, minor grandpa. That That's my source. <laughs> He, he's not a rabbit. He's a jackalope. <laughs> Shit. Uh, so Raccoon Girl says, like, I want to help uh, stop the terrorists because I want to get, you know, go to the medical center and get treated and f- have them figure out what the hell's happening with me. So I'll help out. And the mayor says, like, ah, you can help out and you'll be the new contact for Kuro, the crow. I love that little boy. <laughs> um, and she's like, oh, cool. And uh, 
but her being human has to be a secret. They can't let anyone know. It's like, cool, the criminal underground already does. And wink, they might have had a hand in it. Wink, 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 wink. Uh, so uh, she gives her a new phone. And uh, Shiro tells her, yeah, the city helped fun- or the pharmaceutical company helped fund the city. And uh, it's against Beastman and blah, blah, blah. Yeah, we already talked about that. Uh, so he takes a piece of the truck that uh, was blown up earlier that day and sniffs it. And then we zoom out, like, I don't know, let's just say 30 miles, see the whole city, and he's able to pinpoint the exact locations of, like, eight bombs across that whole radius. It's like, what are you? Because it's not a wolf. Like, he's a god. Uh, yeah. His nose like, is insane. so strong. He has uh, Deus Ex Mucus. Uh, <laughs> Ooh, Deus Ex I'm going to Nice try. <laughs> <laughs> Good effort. You get a participation. <laughs> That's all I can ask for. Like, I'm fine with him clearly being the silver wolf god deity. Because wait, I'm so- sorry. Participation. Uh, damn it! That was better. better than my initial joke. <laughs> <laughs> I'm fine with him being like clearly the silver wolf god thing because he said like beastmen have wanted to come to this festival for thousands of years. It's like all right, so clearly you're immortal or some shit. But, like, definitely don't just try and play it off. Like, this is just what wolves can do. Like, it's super fucking not. He is some sort of god. Uh, odds are we're going to run into 18,000 other dog creatures. So let me just ask them how good their sense of smell is. That's not great. There's a lot of smells in this weird city full of animals. <laughs> yeah, we see a bloodhound. Uh, uh, the dog most known for being able to sniff out stuff. <laughs> and they aren't on the scene at all times. So don't pull that shit. <laughs> so he alerts the cops to all the locations of the bombs across the city and he goes up to help them uh, meanwhile he sends uh, raccoon girl out to the hospital to check out on them to make sure you know there's nothing slipping by since that's clearly the target uh, to keep an eye on them and uh, while she does she sees Kiro uh, fly down on top of a truck she's like oh what are you doing there? oh I'm gonna sneak in with it clearly security is that lax where she can just walk alongside the truck into this giant medical center <laughs> um, so she sneaks in the people in the truck get out, and it's the same criminals we saw before. The, like, hyena sleazeball in the suit that was talking to Grand Grandma. He's talking to a doctor down at the loading dock saying, like, Ah, is the shipment ready? And she's like, Ooh, I got an eavesdrop on this. If only I could hear them a little better. And we see her ears shoot up into, like, rabbit ears. Then she leans them out, like, out uh, alongside the truck to get hear them better. And while they're talking about all the shady underdealings going on, the hyena man just turns to his left and sees gigantic rabbit ears sticking out from behind a truck. And it's like, hey, wait a minute. Hey, wait a minute. What the fuck's up with that? <laughs> Who's I that? clearly see Who's you. That? You Who aren't invited hiding. that? <laughs> <laughs> so he's like, all right, get them, boys. And we see them shapeshifting. One of them's like a big crow. One of them's like an alligator man. And one, one of them's Bebop and Rocksteady from Ninja Turtles. <laughs> and they go chasing after her. <laughs> and uh, when she starts running away, the doctor's like, hey, wait a minute. I've seen her before. Suspicious. And, Hints of the past. Uh, and uh, we see Shiro disarming the bombs with all the cops. And uh, Raccoon Girl's like texting him and like calling him. And it's like, why is he not answering? And he's just like, dum 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 I'm doing something that could easily be interrupted by a phone call, but it's not for some reason. No, it's <laughs> my brooding hour. <laughs> Don't bother me. I have to be alone in my quiet place. <laughs> River dances in the forest for a while. That's a hot rock. <laughs> anyway, um, we see uh, Rick and Girl get cornered by the gang members, and it's like, all right, we're gonna, I guess, just beat the shit out. They don't really say it, but it's clear, like, what are we gonna do here? Like, you can't, we clearly can't let you go away and tell the cops about this. And uh, 
afraid that she's going to attack. Shiro appears and stops him. He's conveniently right next to her, <laughs> despite him not being there. A cutscene ago. And, uh, or a cutaway ago. And, uh, so he th- beats up some of the goons and says, like, get out of here, scum. I don't want to see you around here. It's like, you could have stopped them and we could have interrogated them and found out what the fuck's happening. But I guess it's cool don't that you let them let go. let them go. Like, they are criminals. You knew that last uh, yesterday when you eavesdropped on their criminal dealings and you just let them go? Like, okay. <laughs> you tried killing a bunch of other guys two days ago, but I guess this is where you draw the line? Okay. Um, so, uh, they talk about... Oh, God, where are I? I jumped around a bit. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and then while they're doing all that, we see the doctor run back in and he runs to his boss, who's like the head of the medical center. And he's like, yeah, that's the girl. We see them pull up the security camera footage and sees the raccoon girl uh, on the cameras again. It's like, that's her. And she's like, oh, or hitting the head of the medical center. It's like, oh, it's her, the one from before. And it's like, yeah, we, yeah established. She, you encountered her before. <laughs> and um, we see uh, Shira sniffs through time and reveals the secret about the bomb <laughs> in the area. And he's like, uh I don't even know what that note was for. <laughs> it reveals the uh, bomb secret, and I guess it was him. Uh, I guess realizing, like, ah, the bomb was all tied to the truck from before, and there were the same bombs scattered throughout the city, so it was the same plant target. Uh, meanwhile, the chairman of the pharmaceutical company calls the head of the medical center, saying uh, he has to move the experiment and has to leave no trace of it behind. And then uh, the gang it comes in to talk, uh, oh, the gang of... Raccoon Girl, Shiro, Policeman. They were all investigating. <laughs> not the gang. Not, not the gang criminals. The gang Our of gang. Too many good gangs. people. Uh, so many animal gangs. Uh, they were talking to the head of medical before, saying like, oh, that's right. Uh, there was an explosion in the medical facility uh, after they were done dealing with the gang in the loading docks. So they run upstairs with the head of chief of police. They talk to the head of the medical center. They're like, what happened? He's like, I don't know. Mom just went off, and I guess all of our secrets are ruined. Oh, well, see you later. <laughs> Oops. And that's when he talks to the head of the medical center, who's like, you got to clear out the experiment. And then Shiro and the police chief and the raccoon girl come in later, being like, hey, so we sniffed around the crime scene. Turned out there's no sense at all. And I'm really good with sense. I can see sense in the past and the future. I'm the Dr. Manhattan of sense. <laughs> and... <laughs> he's like it's really suspicious that there's no scent at all and we're in a medical facility that I assume just has rubbing alcohol and can get rid of uh, the scent and germs so it's really suspicious that you got rid of any scent and uh, the only other thing in this place that has no scent is your hands so you got rid of the evidence doctor and he's like ah bum, shit bum, bum. they proved me by a very easy method of tracing it was an inside job (laughs) that was done five minutes before they got here god we're animals (laughs) i should always factor in smell it's always a factor in hearing and (laughs) night vision and other (laughs) weird things that only animals have that people don't you think we'd be accustomed to living in an animal city anyway (laughs) they accuse him of bobbing the lab and covering up the evidence of uh something they don't know what but it's clearly he was trying to hide something and he's like ah what an astute observation. I'm a rhino now. And he attacks them. So he just transforms <laughs> into a rhino and attacks and Shiro fights him. Uh, meanwhile, the other doctor appears behind them and kidnaps a raccoon girl. Because he's a chameleon. Only the ugly animals are the bad ones. All the good characters are ones you want to fuck. <laughs> and Shocking. If they're soft and furry, they're friends. If they're slimy hey. or scaly, they're evil. 
I saw some videos showing chameleons will grab anything you put in front of them. You can fucking shut up. It. No, shut up. <laughs> Stop talking right now. So, so he kidnaps Raccoon Girl, and uh, we see Shiro fighting with the rhino, and they plummet off like a fucking bridge inside the building and drop like three stories for some reason. So it's an epic showdown. And like, once again, I'm fine with Studio Trigger. You love the, you know, like Dugan said before. If it's if it's cliche without camp, it's it's just it's not great. You got if you're gonna lean into it, lean into a full force. Get real yeah. campy. With you it. know what you're doing, uh. So just know what but you're, you're not doing, doing. Enough of it. Yeah, and they did it. A fucking promare. We're gonna get there someday. Ooh, they mm. go above and beyond. But I guess with a series, you got stretched out a little more over thirteen episodes. Anyway, he's fighting the rhino, and he's like. Uh, you go ahead and use your claws on me. You can't go through my thick hide. I'm a rhino. It's like, you can claw a rhino. They get killed by the lions all the time. <laughs> um, and Shiro's like, no, you're not good enough for me to use my claws on. They're divine or some bullshit. I'm going to use my fist like a disgusting human. It's like a weird hangover. He's like, I'm going to use my fist on like lowlier criminals. And only the righteous deserve my to be clawed to death by my claws. Uh Anyway, he shatters the rhino's horn, which is kind of fucked up for a rhino, but I guess that's enough to knock him out. Pretty savage. Mm. Meanwhile, up on the roof, the chameleon's dangling raccoon girl off the ledge with his tail, and he's like, <laughs> he's like, back off, coppers. I need a helicopter and 10 million yen. It's like, you got wild accusations for fu- someone who has no plan B. Like, how do you think <laughs> this is going to play out? We man? can wait like, you out. <laughs> also, she, her tail can turn into, like, a protective ball of fur, and she'll be fine if she drops, like... Like, this ain't working, yeah. dog. <laughs> You're not getting out of here. And uh, Kuro uh, sees her on the rooftop and goes down to fly down to help her because he's a good little crow boy. And the chameleon's like, don't you know? Never sneak up on an animal with uh, crazy peripheral vision like a chameleon. It's like, that was a weird, like, okay. Like, you could have just shown the eye. We didn't need dialogue to discuss that. That was clear. Yeah. Also, like, every, um, every prey animal has, like, extended vision like that. So it's not like chameleons are unique in that way but whatever i mean yeah whatever makes you feel special dude <laughs> what makes you feel better about this hostage situation you put yourself into and the raccoon girl's like ah oh, if only i could like stretch my arms to get out of the situation and her body is like stretch arm strong okay that's all i needed to hear and her arms get all stretchy and it uh freaks out the chameleon guy who drops her off the roof that plan backfired i don't know what she thought would happen yeah that maybe she could have grabbed the ledge or something on the roof to pull herself in but like not be dangling off the edge but she just slapped around a bit and got scared so he drops her uh and as she's falling uh and of course it's a big pharmaceutical company that like are building in the center of the city so it's like i don't know let's say 200 stories tall and we see shiro fly off the roof after her to catch her as they're falling down this 200 story building and he slams into the building at like story 80 or story 20 or something and then they keep falling and then slam into the ground and he takes the brunt of it instead of her using her tail to protect them like she did with the kids last episode um once again god wolf because he walks it off like he just sprained his ankle like ooh, i'm okay but my back's a little tender it's like you plummeted 200 stories yeah like i'll system my- everyone else around is like hey dude we're at a hospital you can just Come inside. Go He's like, no, I, I can brood it away. <laughs> I heal when I brood. If I it's frown like, hard enough, I will regenerate. But now I got blood across my face because when I get injured, blood just sprays out of 
every yeah, orifice. Yeah, out of my forehead. I'm g- yeah, so I'm good now. It's like, okay. Uh, I'll spend my disbelief for the time-sniffing stuff, but, like, you would have been just mush. Like, you wouldn't have bones left after that fall. Um, the next day, they're at Shiru's office, and he's got a bandage over his head because he hurt his head from falling a thousand million feet. Onto his back. Um <laughs> Onto his back, and he should have just shot his spine out of his throat. <laughs> um, and the mayor recaps all the crime that happened. She's like, "Yeah, these the Rhino and Chameleon Doctor were like selling like resources and assets and information to the underground, uh, to the gang who you guys let get away. But we got the doctors, so I guess that's something." And Raccoon uh, Girl mentions like, "Yeah, the Chameleon Doctor looked like especially pissed off at me. Like he said he saw her before, and it's like, yeah, well, we'll be." The mayor says, like, yeah, we'll be looking for a cure to find out if there's a way to revert you back to being a human. Uh, I'll look into it myself. Because I'm also a world-renowned uh, doctorate in genetics. It's like, oh, cool. Okay. Everyone so it's like, here you're be has a secret skill that is hyper-specific just waiting for someone <laughs> to ask about it. And they're like, cool, <laughs> you're going to help us find a cure for, like, my condition and turn me back to human? She's like, no, no, no. I'm a mayor now. I'm not a geneticist anymore. But I was one. It's like, why? All right. Fucking... I that, lost my doctorate. I did something real fucked up while I was <laughs> off screen. I maybe might have turned a human into a tanuki. I don't uh, know. Just yeah, ballparking. Just, just hypothetically. <laughs> Oops. Oops. Also, um, I don't have time like, to help you. I just need to personally do police business, I I guess. That that yeah. ends up all my mayoral time. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, so she says I'll have people looking into a cure. And then after she says that, we cut away to the chairman of the pharmaceutical brand, who is a human, or at least in human form. And he says, oh, we're picking up stuff and moving everything. I'll finally get to Anamur. The Beast Man City. I always wanted to see I always wanted to see for it for myself. So I'm gonna just speculate crazy here. Human, racist, by the end of it, at the big showdown against Shiro, he's going to become a beast man with whatever thing he is manufacturing and he's going to say, I'm going to just say a tiger, because that's Mm. always a staple of these things. And he's going to have a big epic showdown with Shiro. Uh, And yeah, that's episode three. And the rest of the season. (laughs) And the rest of the, we just, yeah, if I can finish. Here's the thing. I can't argue with all the predictable bullshit we pointed out, because it is. But it is Studio Trigger, so I am enjoying the visual feast that is the show of mm-hmm. furries in vaporwave aesthetic. <laughs> like, I, it is very pretty to watch. I love uh, Mikaru's design. Like, I fucking love her design. I think it's adorable as shit, and it's really cool. Uh, Shiro, I'm, he's Batman, so I, I He's know. hot as fuck. <laughs> <laughs> he's just bishy Batman. Um, see, like, so, like, I love it visually. Uh, I, I hate that I'm gonna say it. Um, like, of the two leading man hot wolves, I think this, uh, <laughs> he loses to Legoshi. I don't think he's as interesting or... <laughs> Legoshi's got more of a character. Yeah, more of a character, and even design-wise, I feel like he's, this one is designed to just be brooding Batman. So it's, you yeah. lose some of yeah. that element. See, I, I see him more yeah. as, like... <laughs> It's just like, what's the problem? (laughs) But uh, don't Uh, make me say the other wolf is hotter. (laughs) We'll leave it here. (laughs) Say it. Say it. He becomes his. You can say you can say Lagoshi's personality is better, but this guy's hotter, and that's just the truth. (laughs) 
<laughs> Physically, it's, this guy's hotter. It's the difference between, like, you either want a burger you know that tastes good and you've had a thousand times. Or mm-hmm. you get the weird, like, charcuterie board at a place that shouldn't have charcuterie. But, like, and they're like, <laughs> they're like, hey, that candle's made of animal fat. You can eat that candle. It's like, I shouldn't. But I'm going to try it. And I might like eating candles now. And like that's Lagoshi. Like that might be like the weird like palate change of like I learned something about myself. Though I will say, having watched the rest of B Stars that season, he kind of becomes John McClane. He gets very diehard at the end of it. So mm. if you do want that badass, you will get there. But he is he, yeah, very nervous wolf still at the end. Lagoshi so. has it all. <laughs> the perfect package. Uh, uh, but yeah, so um, yeah, it is definitely very good to look at. It is very beautiful, um, but. Yeah, uh, like we're saying, everything's super tropey, uh, just immediately going into, like, yep, extremely thinly veiled racism metaphors literally have a <laughs> lynching in, like, the second scene. So it's like, mm, uh, not, <laughs> really not great. Um, but yeah, so I, uh, going back to film school brain, couldn't turn off. I was like, hey, can I look into... Like, clearly every furry show runner is like, yes, let's talk about racism. Uh, <laughs> so I found an article that I thought was really good breaking down, like, different aspects of, like, uh, the, the furry and allegory stuff. Because, uh, yeah, this article is on uh, soulrad.co. It's uh, a literary magazine for comics. Uh, it's called Flawed and Furry uh, Anthropomorphic. Anthropomorphism, <laughs> Allegory, and Oppression by Angela M. Sanchez. Um, it it just really goes into breaking down. Uh, it gives uh, different examples of like Zootopia, Beastars, uh, Black Sad, Mouse, and uh, stuff like that. Ooh, and Black sort of going into like what is good uses of anthropomorphism because like fables and uh-huh. stories, it's just human nature to be like, yeah, people are animals. Yes. We've been doing this for all of time, but like specifically getting into like racism discussions and like very, like a lot of the stuff doesn't really match up. Like when we talk about Zootopia of like, uh, predators are the minorities, but also not because the, uh, they do coding for both uh, uh, predators and prey animals are minorities in different places and just stuff mm-hmm. like that. And yeah, uh, this falls into a uh, not great thing of, yeah, it's racism, <laughs> both sideism, uh, all that stuff. So uh, I'm going to link it in the notes because it is a very interesting read. It also is like, yeah, Beastars is like the prime example of this because they don't do racism. They're just like, yes, we know that there are already strains between prey and predator animals so we don't need to add an extra layer of human society on that uh we can just build it Mm -hmm. out there uh but yeah i thought it was really helpful in just getting my thoughts into uh, i was kind of immediately turned off by another racism allegory in uh what's something that is not actually going to address racism they're just gonna use it for set dressing which feels kind of icky to me yeah yeah yeah, overall, this show, like, 
story wise i feel like it has a lot going on but also is really boring yeah because it's like a bunch of stuff that's already been done and like i'm interested in seeing what tanuki girl's deal is like what's going on with her but also i know watching all 13 episodes won't be worth it like it's probably (laughs) not gonna be that interesting yeah some sort of generic experiment that went wrong trying to either eradicate uh beast (laughs) stars uh beast men uh, either eradicate them or just like uh, give people the option to choose some sort of eugenics metaphor and yeah yeah, it's it's not gonna uh, pay off well well that's why i thought this was at first i thought everyone was gonna be like her where it's like yeah i'm beast yeah all the time well, I thought every character in this show was going to be a furry. I didn't think humans would be involved except for their <laughs> human forms. Well, that's the thing. I was surprised when they're just like, yeah, during the day we switch back to human forms. Like, why? Like that. It's. Yeah. During daylight it's, it, where it's it, brightly it, lit, we're going to do boring character designs. That that cool with you? Cool. Great. Yeah. <laughs> and it, it's also weird when it's like, if you're in your beast form, it means you're like aggression, like around gangs, it means you're ready to fight. It's like, well, weren't we all in beast form at the festival? Does that mean, like, what What does that mean in the society? And it's, yeah, if it is going to go with the racism allegory again, um, it doesn't work when you can just change forms in between the thing, like, yeah. that is accepted and the thing that isn't accepted. Because then it's like, yeah, if everyone can just shift forms, who's to say beast men aren't, who's to say they aren't only in the city? They could be out in the world and just never shift. Or, you know, if they get angry, they'll shift or something. And, you know, then it's a scandal. But, like, it doesn't work great when you can just blend in with everyone else. And it, it just, yeah, yeah. It, I, I do. Especially the additional thing of uh, having the, like, quote unquote minority group being the animals and then outright saying yeah if you are an animal form we assume you're aggressive because you're an aggressor minority uh oh no oh no is this racist oh god oh uh we stumbled into this who could have seen this coming yeah (laughs) so it's it's i think that's also it it, none of these statements are i think are new because there was a lot of tension for uh brand new animal when it was announced it's Studio Trigger. Mm. they do a lot of great work people got really hyped for it. you got teasers and people were excited uh, because it looked amazing and then it came out and there's kind of nothing. I see a lot of fan art. and fan That's art, what I was going to say. Fan the art, hype surrounding it was like huge. so much. And then you just never heard of it mm. again. The fan art is always great because it's it's based around design. So I see a lot of the raccoon girl because she has a great design. Mm. Um, so I see a lot of fan art of that. But then like, yeah, that's kind of it. No one's really talking about it. And it does kind of hurt that it came out, at least in Japan, it came out around the same time as Beastars. And then the dubs kind of gave it a secondary boost with both being on Netflix. And then, yeah. Mm -hmm. So it's, it's tough because it's one of those things where two things came out around the same time that deal with very similar things. And one of them is going to be grossly overshadowed by another thing. Um, We talked, or recently, uh, and Obasuke came to Netflix and people were talking about like, this might give it a second revival because it kind of got over, or uh, no, we're talking about with uh, Ping Pong. Ping Pong kind of got overshadowed by Haikyuu because they came out around the same time, both like sports and stuff. And I think this is the same thing, where a brand new animal kind of got overshadowed by Beastars, and you know probably would have a, probably has a decent following, people enjoy it and stuff, and you know that's uh, fine. It's there's stuff here to enjoy. I'll probably finish it just for the visual feast of it. Mm. Um, but yeah, like yeah. the story elements really kind of fall flat in a lot of places. Yeah, yeah. I feel like the difference between Beastars and Beastars in this and Haikyuu and Ping Pong is that Haikyuu and Ping Pong are both actually good. <laughs> <laughs> and Beastars is good, but this is not. So it like 
rightfully got overshadowed by Beastars in a way. But yeah, visually, yeah. again, visually, bottom line is very nice to look at. Visual. Everything ah. else. Yeah. Bleh. <laughs> You've seen it before. Watch Zootopia. You'll get the gist. It's fine. Yeah. Watch Zootopia if you want the racism allegory. Watch Beastars if you want to see hot uh, animals. Well, hold on. <laughs> well, <laughs> wait a minute. I feel Nick like Wild and that big tiger. If you want to see anyway. overtly yeah. sexual in the media, uh, watch yeah. Beastars. You want to see yeah, rabbit titties? Beastars. <laughs> That's all you need. Huh. So, yeah. Well, yeah. Anyway. Uh, so, what do we have going on next week? Next week is my pick. Fuck. We all know what, what that What do we means. have going on the week after that? Uh, thanks, Patrick. We're no, 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 no. What? No, 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 no. This is a good one. This is a promise. It's a good one. It's a show that also got a lot of hype, and rightfully so. I watched it, and I fucking fell over the show immediately. Uh, it's called Keep Your Hands Off the Isaki. Hmm. Oh. And... The reason I pick it for this special date is because it's roughly about a year since our Shiro, uh, Shirobako episode. And mm. this also is about, this is a group of, is a club of girls doing a fun activity, and it's about making an anime. <laughs> so okay. it's in tandem with Shirobako, and I also really enjoy it. Also, speaking of ping pong, this is another Masaki Yuasa joint. It's good. <laughs> So that'll be a fun time. Yeah. And if there's a show you, the listener, would like us to watch, you can send your recommendations to us. Our email is arewetheryet at gmail.com. Or you can reach out to us on Twitter or Instagram at arewetheryet on both. Uh, also, haven't said in a while, if you like the show, uh, a rate and review would be very helpful. Uh, it it helps uh, get We're our hated. show a little, a little bit more out there. If uh, more people say, hey, this is good, and we really appreciate the people who already have uh, given us ratings, uh, especially because they say we have good yeah. taste in anime, which is questionable. <laughs> Debatable. Thanks. <Ooh. laughs> uh, but yeah, you can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Mr. Patrick Dugan or listen to my fiction podcast, Echoed Location. You can find me on Instagram at honey.d and Twitter at honeyd8 and honeydart. Honey is spelled H U N N E I E. H U N N I E. That's the one. <laughs> you can find me on Twitter at ABTS Brendan. Gonna be honest, really not doing much with that. Twitter kind of sucks. <laughs> I don't like being on there. Uh, <laughs> but this stands for Almost Better Than Silence, which is a video game podcast. I also do. So if you like us, if you like hearing me ramble on about anime, just swap out the medium and it's the same thing. <laughs> same podcast. <laughs> uh, thank you to Camille Ruley for her artwork and thank you to Louis Zong for her theme song stories. You can find all of Louis' music at louiszong.bandcamp.com. Thank you and we hope you'll join us next week as we learn to live with anime. Meow. Be an anteater. Ha <laughs> <laughs>